Hey you guys, it's your girl Rihanna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it's your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. You guys, we are in February. I'm so, so excited. God was speaking a lot, like prophetically, about this month that February is going to be a month of faith. Although we know we should always be faithful, it's just... God was warning us, prophetically letting us know there will be tests. And right now we are to pass these tests, right? It even makes me think of Abraham. Hallelujah. Ooh, is it? I think it's Hebrews eleven eleven too, where Abraham had to sacrifice his son, right? Looks completely crazy. It's like, God, this makes no sense. And I think that scripture in itself will preach Um, That's not what the word is today, but I'm just letting you guys know, just buckle down, take each day at a time and just know like we got to pass this test. Like God was speaking finality. What is it? Finality. Finality. I think that's what he said. Obviously, final. Last hour, final hour. I just feel like, yo. We are in for a huge surprise, breakthroughs and breakthroughs and breakthroughs. You guys who've been following me for a long time, even if you haven't, you already know like the buildup has been insane, right? Like getting, even getting to this point, you guys, I didn't even do my intro correctly. Like I just jumped right. (laughs) Let me, okay, let's, let's back up. Let's back up. Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it's your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back, friends and family. I'm so glad you guys are here. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just, I guess I'm just on it. I'm, I'm on it. So today, okay, let me open up in prayer. I'm just all over the place because this word, you guys, this it's freestyle. Like I have no notes. This is going to be straight off the top of my head. Just Holy Spirit led really like, so I don't know. So anyway, uh, father, thank you so much, um, for your faithfulness. Thank you, father God, for meeting every need. God, thank you, father God, for answering our prayers, even when it doesn't look like it and it doesn't make sense to us. God, I just, Thank you that you're always moving, you're always working, and you're always seeing that things work out for our good. Help us, Father God, to trust in you. Help us, God, to to let you literally be Lord over our entire lives, um, even in the places that are scary for us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So today, um, today's word is like, okay, so... When God says no, <laughs> just that simple. When God says no, um, so how this word came up or came about, I should say, um, I've been like financially things have been not shaky because God has been meeting every need. I just wanted to thank you guys for those who so, um, and just other areas on how I, you know, I don't want to say make money, but okay, make money. Um, just thank you guys for just being obedient because it literally, 
Like, I kid you guys not. I kid you guys not that how, like, when you guys sew or just offer just gifts, whatever, like, the calculations always add up to the exact dollar and cent that I need. It is beyond me. Like, there's some people who would, like, sew 33 cents, like, $10.33. Like, it's it's just mind-blowing to me, like, how amazing God is. And every, like, month I go through this, like... I'm kind of like, oh, I'm a little nervous, you know, and he always comes through. God has not been late yet. He's not. He's not been late. He's not, you know, not came through. I've never had a bill that was not paid for. And so basically that's where uh, the money goes to. It's like bills, uh, food for my home, um, and really like that's it. Like, you know, I don't sit up here and gas even just the necessities things that I need right um and so just a little backstory for people who are probably like me okay everyone obviously is not called to full-time ministry okay I've heard it before um years ago and I never thought it'd be me you know because I was a person who who's about work, you know, I had a cleaning business, it was pretty cool, it didn't grow like I wanted to, but yeah, like, it was like the easiest, hardest job, (laughs) God just, he was just amazing, so he, he made that work for me, so I was making pretty good money to have been a mom who only worked on the weekends, like, I was, I was pulling through, and so then when God, uh, when we moved to Texas, I got a job, but the job that I worked was a uh, graveyard shifts, and it was so hard on me because um, I don't even know where to start my day. So let's say if I start my day at 6 a.m., I was getting off of work, right? So I was coming home. I had to take my kids to school. Um, then I, uh, like, literally, as soon as I got off work, I just went upstairs, got them, scooped them up, dropped them off school, came back home. I had my baby. He was like a year old and um, took a quick shower, right? And had to be up with him. Like I couldn't sleep until he slept. So if he's, and I used to get him nice and full. Okay. So then when he took his nap, which would be probably two to three hours max, that's when I will go to sleep. And then I had to get up, get my kids uh, pick them up from school, come home, figure out dinner, things like that, and homework, Lord Jesus, figure homework out and wait till my husband got home. So my husband, he worked from 8 to 6 p.m., okay? So I had to wait till he, sometimes, I ain't gonna lie, I just take a nap before then, right? Uh, <laughs> my oldest at the time was probably 12, so I was like, look, everything's done everybody's you know pretty much fed so like sit here just sit here don't do anything and I will knock out I will go to sleep from five uh to eight or nine you know get up take a shower and then rush to work and so my shift started at 10 p.m so from 10 to 6 like that was my day and you guys I did that for a good three months and it was easy money. It was just me cleaning planes, y'all. And I love to clean, so it wasn't a big deal. But it was hard on my body. And it finally caught up. Um, one time, 
it was like my body shut down. And I'm so thankful to God that my baby was asleep the whole time because I could not wake up. So I overslept. Like, and I remember my husband coming home and he was tripping out because, you know, the schools were calling them. Like, I was like 30 minutes late picking up my kids. My friend was calling me. Like, I didn't hear anything. Y'all, I had an alarm. I woke up. Like, when my husband came in, then I heard the alarm. Right. And so my baby, he was knocked out the whole time. Glory be to God. Like he wasn't up because I would I probably wouldn't have heard him. Like it was then when I knew like this is too hard on me. But it was like we needed money. And so I just quit. (laughs) I quit the job and I was trying to look for other jobs that were um, something where I didn't have to pay for childcare because with someone who doesn't have a degree is there's only so many jobs I could get in those minimum wage jobs. It was like all the money would have went to daycare. So it would have defeated the purpose. Like my child is going to daycare so I could work ridiculous. Like I just felt like that that's dumb. So my husband was the breadwinner as always. And that's if I backtrack, he's always been that like since I moved with him, he was the one who would take care and hold the family down. Just one income, okay? And we just made it work. There were certain things that we qualified for, and then when we got married, we no longer qualified for. Does not make sense to me, but that's how it was. That's how the government, you know, was. So I don't know. Um, And so it was like this frustration of always wanting to advance because I absolutely hated asking my husband for things. Y'all, I even tried to start my cleaning business in Texas, as intimidating as it was, because those houses were huge. I mean, huge, you know, but I knew that I could charge a lot, you know, it didn't matter. It was like, I've always been the girl to like grind. Like, I just got to make some money because I think at the root of it, it was pride, you know? Because I just didn't want to ask for anything. I just hated being in that position of having to ask my husband to pay for everything. Like, I just hated it. Like, I just wanted my own. Like, not that it's mine, it's ours, but I wanted to contribute. I didn't want to feel like it's one person taking care of five people, you know? Now, now it's five. But, um, so I just tried to do everything in my own power, like... It's it for someone who wants to do something and listen, I understand when God has you sit still, it is so frustrating because you feel like there's time being wasted. You feel bummy. I write about this in my book. Like, what was that chapter called? Um, Call to stay home. Call to stay home. God wanted me home. And I didn't see it as that. It was like there was no doors that would open and the doors that were open, it was just, it was wearing me out, y'all. Like even when I was working for the airport and cleaning the airplanes, like I looked different. Like I I did not look rested. Well, obviously I wasn't, but it was like my skin was just terrible and I just feel like I looked different in my face. Like it was just, ooh. You know, like, (laughs) but anyway, back to what I was saying. So this has been my story for years. 
I remember even being 18 and living with my parents. Like, I wanted a job so badly. Um, they, they didn't want me to get a job. They wanted me to just focus on school. I didn't realize how much of a blessing that really was because I was just, you know, immature. But, you know, I would apply for jobs at the mall and everything. And it's like everybody got picked but me. I mean, these people never worked before and it really messed with my self-esteem. You know, like I was willing to do anything and it was like nobody hired me. So I would do the DoorDash because, look, there's no discrimination in that. You know, <laughs> there's no interview. So I got really well at like DoorDashing and Instacart and those are just here and there. Those types of jobs aren't great because, you know... It just wasn't consistent. It wasn't consistent. So anyway, let me just get to my point. So fast forward to now, right? I'm so thankful God's created a door where now I can make some type of money and to help contribute um, to my family and do the thing that I love, which is ministering and being there for people and just pointing people towards God like you know like I love this and it feels this is for somebody like I know it feels guilty right into the world it doesn't make sense but God's called you to that like when God showed me that and it was confirmed like I've heard pastor pastor I've never seen myself as that and I'm not calling myself a pastor yet like Obviously, there's some things I may have to go through, but when God showed me, like, this is something that I want you to do is be a full-time like minister in a way, um, it just, it felt good, but, you know, to be hired by God, like, I'm employed by the Lord, <laughs> so, you know, like, my pastor would say, like, can nobody fire me, you know, kind of thing, uh, it's God, God's the one who can fire me, but, it's the flesh and the the natural side of us that says like there's no way like this doesn't even make sense like you're not qualified you know all these different things and then <sighs> but you do it anyway so okay let me get to my point i'm just rambling so i get to this place where I'm starting to like make money. I'm doing these one-on-ones. You guys are such a blessing. I do these one-on-ones. I do like the women group, like which seems like it's becoming weekly. Uh and YouTube. Like doing these different things has definitely helped, right? But it's not a whole lot. Like to be honest, it's not a whole lot. Like where it feels is like, okay, it gets the bills paid. And so this is what brings this word is when God says no. So I was talking to God and I'm like, man, like, God, when am I going to have the overflow? You know, God promised, oh, in my book. Yeah, so I get paid from my books too. Like, I mean, the book, look at me speaking prophetically. I have one book out right now. And so I get paid, like these, all the stuff adds up. It's, it's such a blessing. I'm not going to lie. Like it is, is way better than what it was before but it was like god i just wanted to be in a place where i have more than enough you know right now you guys it is god has given me just enough 
So I mean, I got like, where is that? Like, where's the overflow? Like, I don't know who it's going to come from or what's going to happen. There's even business ideas that I have. And he's like, nope, like not yet. Like, I'm just waiting for like, mm, like I'm just ready because I know this is going to be amazing. I'm excited. And he's like, no. <laughs> so it's like, what? When God says no, like, what do you do? How do you feel? Like, and I'll be honest with you. I was, I was irritated. Like I was irritated with God because what it felt like is I'm, I'm living paycheck to paycheck and this not even it. Like I could just get a job at Costco or something because now my son is in daycare. I could get a full-time job. So now it's like, because I can afford childcare, I should now be able to get a job, you know, because my son's older now. And when kids are potty trained, it's like way less expensive than when they're not. So I'm like, you know, now it makes sense for me to get a job. And he's just like, no, focus on what I've been telling you. And so it's been getting in my word and producing these words for you guys and being dedicated and treating it like a job. But even so, like I said, it's not the you know (laughs) it's just enough and so it's just amazing because this is what God told me you guys so if if this if this is you and you're just like financially it's like God like where is the overflow where is it you know God is teaching me us something in this so I can tell you for one it was like he's my provider so I mean, I know without a doubt, whatever I get, even when I start making like buku money, I already know it's from him, right? Tithing, that's down, okay? Like, I don't even struggle with that. Um, giving even, just giving the folks and blessing people, like, that's not a problem. If I got it, I'm gonna give it. Like, I, I don't even hesitate. But God's been showing me, like, I'm just gonna give you what you need, it's like it's teaching me this self-control in a way of I'm processing with you guys. So um, it's teaching me the self-control in a way of like not even overdoing it. Like th- because of how money is, it's like forcing me to cook more. Right. It's uh, now having me change my eating habits. Right. Um yeah, and just seeing like, look, I'm okay. And it's that scripture, I think it's Paul, where he talks about being content with a little and a lot. And for me, I'm like in the middle. Like I have everything that I need. I just don't really have like the extras. Like your girl, I want to I wanna do stuff, you know? Like I want to do the extra stuff. And God's just like, no. You know, it, it is... I don't know. It's just teaching me something of like, okay, God can still say no to us because we know yes to the promises. We know yes to the blessings. We know yes to the breakthroughs and stuff like that. And then it's like, he could still say no because he's a loving father. And I know that there's a lesson in this. And the beautiful thing about this is it makes me think of where he brought the story of, of the Israelites when he took them out of Egypt right i feel like even that it was a lesson for them to see like god is always going to provide like you're never gonna be without and the israelites complained and so it checked me like 
I was definitely convicted because, you know, they're like, all we eat is the same old thing every day. And then when God switches it up and gives them some some meat, then they get super greedy with it, right? Then it's like they start idolizing it and then God's disgusted, right? And he gets angry. And I feel like he knows that we're not ready for that yet. We want it, you know, but we're not ready for that yet. Like, there's just a list of things that I would like to do. And it's like, listen, I, I, I'm fine with when I start balling and, you know, I know that I'm going to be wealthy. Like, I already know, like, millionaire, multimillionaire, like, I know what my future is. And I'm willing, I don't. I don't care to wait for that. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm not in a rush to be a millionaire. Your girl just wants, you know, a little bit more, you know, because I feel like I've been in this season so long of just getting by that I don't want to be here anymore. You know, (laughs) I want just a little bit more. And so God said, no, like, it's just the manna right now. And so it's just bringing us to understanding maybe this isn't your exact story right but you're asking God for something you could want a bigger home you could want and that's something I'm believing for a big a bigger home you want uh things that's not a lot like you're not you're not asking for a Louis bag okay you're not asking for uh you know uh, a weave or maybe you are I don't know but for me it's like essentials like Things that will bless everybody. It's not just me. It's just like, I don't want to be just bare minimum, barely meeting it. Where it's like, one day I don't know how this bill going to get paid. And then the next day is in the cash app. And I'm like, oh, you know, like, I don't want to live like that anymore. It's like, God, I want to be in this place where it's like, I could even start paying my bills super early because I know I got it instead of writing in my journal, like, okay, Lord. Because the thing is, my husband could pay it, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is something I should pray about. I don't, he's been doing that. So I'm trying not to have that burden on him again of him having to work overtime. And I don't want that for him anymore. Like I want to be able to contribute because as a wife, I should be partnering and helping anyway, right? I'm trying to be... Proverbs 31, you know, so it's just sometimes it's at God's pace and is what he says. And so I don't think I have too much more to say about this, um, except that, look, it's a reason and it doesn't make sense to us, you know, in our hearts, in our minds, we feel like we're ready, like, you know, but he knows what we're ready for. And it's just, I just want to make God proud and I don't know to and to be honest right for some of us like can we really complain you know because we have what we need that was something that really humbled me too it's like I have what I need um sometimes we feel the pressure of the world where if you are a certain age you should be married you should have a house I know that one's big for me is If you're in your 30s, you should have a house, you know, by now, especially since I have three kids. I have three boys who sleep in one room. Like, we have a two-bedroom apartment. You know, I don't know how many square feet it is, but 
you know, it's not huge, you know, so for me to want a house, it just makes sense. And then it's the pressure. So it's like, it feels like, you know, it's, I guess what I'm trying to say is making sure we um, separate the two. It's something we desire, but it's not something we need, right? I could be in a one bedroom, right? I could be in a no bedroom, uh, studio type deal with my three kids and my husband and we will still be blessed because we're sheltered okay um listen we we have vehicles so we can get around you know even if it's not the one that you really want like your girl you know I'm you know it's like a part of me wants to escalate and then another part of me wants to tell you ride and then another part of me you know like there's so many different cars I want and it's like girl your car runs just fine and be thankful that you have a car and say maybe you don't have a vehicle look you have legs that work there's just so many different things that we can be thankful for and just say look I'm okay and so that's where God was just really um kind of anchoring me in that you know because if I wanted to, I could for sure make more money. I could for sure make more money. And I'm like anybody who knows me, I'm not the one to just sit and just expect handouts. You know, I just never wanted to be a burden to anybody. So God says, no, this is what I want you to do. He wants to take care of you, you know, so... That's all. I I didn't have much to say, but I'm I'm excited. I know that this is teaching us something. This is more of like the foundation of what God is doing because I know for me it definitely checked me from wanting to be superficial, right? It's actually honestly what taught me how to be able to do my own hair, do my la- like to do my own lashes, things that cost a lot of money. It was from not having anything. And so I'm now, even so, when, when God does bless me, I mean, I can't speak too soon. I don't know. I Honestly, where I am now, I don't. I still don't think I would pay to get my hair braided. You know, I, I would always, I feel like I will always braid my own hair just because they charge too much. People charge too much. And no offense, I understand ladies who braid hair, it's a lot of work, I know, because I do my own hair. But if I could do it, then I'm going to do it. So anyway, um, what I was saying, it's like teaching and stuff. Like for me, just being humbled. Um, and two, with me not even having a lot and still giving and blessing other people is even showing God like our the posture of our hearts that when he blesses us with a lot, he can trust us. That we're not going to hoard. And I think that's another thing. is like not being irresponsible and spending money just recklessly. But also not hoarding and making it an idol and and getting afraid. Because that was me. I was afraid of being broke. Sometimes I get money and I don't want to spend it. Because it's like, okay, let me save this for the next month. And God's like, no, get the stuff that you need. Like sometimes I want to pinch you know, and get do <laughs> your girl be buying off brand cereals and stuff like that. Like, really, 
trying to save as much as I can, right? Then getting upset because my boys, y'all, they be tearing tearing food up. So it's like God is trying to get me out of that. Like there's no need of you being angry because my anger and frustration of my kids is really fear that I'm not going to be able to provide some more food, right? Because I don't have a legit job. So I don't know where this is coming from. And God is like, I need you to trust me that I'm going to feed you because God has not failed me yet. He has not failed me yet. He comes through for me differently every single time, but I'm just so thankful, you know, that he keeps his word. But Man, like, and I don't ever have to ask people because that was another thing, too. Um, he wanted me to stop asking to borrow because that look, if you got it, I, I was okay. Look, it, I'm gonna speak for myself and let the Lord minister to you because I have borrowed money from people before, like several times. Okay, and I remember getting to this place when I was in Texas. Um, I didn't want people to know we were suffering as badly as we were. I mean, y'all. I mean, I remember just being a dollar short from uh, being able to pay my electricity bill. And I asked somebody if they can like, I said, I'm just a dollar short. Like, can I have a dollar? But I thought they were going to send me like 10 or 20 because if I if I'm a dollar short, that's telling you that I legit have no more money. If I why would I ask you for a dollar? Right. The person sent me a dollar. I was like, okay. Like, it was so hard for me. Like, it was so hard for me. So I told God, like, I'm not trying to be prideful. Or maybe I was, but I really wasn't. It was just like, God, I don't like how it makes me feel. Like, it hurts so bad to ask, you know, for things and to feel humiliated like this. So can you please, like, work a miracle, (laughs) And since then, um, I'm trying to think. I can't remember. Well, I have had to ask. Look, and this is this is the consequence, right? I've had to ask people if I can borrow money when I was spending money the way I shouldn't have been. Like when I was just, oh, let's treat, you know, and buying stuff I shouldn't be buying, you know, and not having self-control is then when I would have to ask to borrow but that was that doesn't happen often because God's really been snatching your girl up (laughs) like get your life sis like you can't just be spinning recklessly like this so um I've noticed since I'm just obedient and I pray over the money I pray like you know even over my husband's finances and we tithe okay like I'm doing what I gotta do like God I'm not gonna spend anything I, I even asked God too like what should I cook for dinner because I want to make a meal that's going to stretch. And I don't know if y'all, I'm not poor. So I hope this is not coming off like that. Your girl's not poor. I'm doing very good. I'm very comfortable, but I just want the lavish life. Like that's what I'm ready for. I'm ready for the overflow. I want to be able to like get up and get my nails done if I want to. I want to, um, if I wanted to, right? Because your girl's cuticles ain't been pushed back in forever. But it's like I said, like, I'm not. Look, go shopping at Target. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be a name brand store. Like, I think that's just my mentality is like, I don't want to have to budget so much. Like, I'm tired of budgeting. So anyway, 
that's all I got for you guys. I love you guys. As you know, I'm always praying for you guys. Uh, and y'all know, I understand. I just, I get it. I get it, you know. So anyway, I do have to run some errands to take care of some business. Um, you guys be, be, be blessed, be encouraged and know like you're not crazy. I know God will ask us to do some things that's like, God, this makes no sense, but just keep trusting and believing and he's not going to fail you. Like he is not going to fail you. It's so scary to do, but once you start doing it more and more, it's going to build your faith. More and more, it is going to build your faith because he's not going to let you down. Like, right? So anyway, so that's it. Um, Father, I just close this uh this podcast and just thanking you again for answering our calls. I thank you, Father God, for meeting every single one of our needs, Father God. And say, Father, there's someone here who's probably like God you you didn't pay a bill or you didn't do something God I pray that they will understand that there's probably a miracle behind that father in Jesus name God I give you all the honor and all the glory and I just speak blessings over every single person who's listened to to this podcast in Jesus name I pray amen and amen you guys I keep forgetting to say it's black and white But to keep it black and white, sometimes God's going to say no to us, okay? And we just have to say, okay, like, don't throw a fit with God. Don't try to figure out. And most importantly, don't try to do it yourself. Like, if he says no, don't be like, oh, no, it's a yes. I'm going to go ahead and do this. Like, just trust him. Just trust him because I was so tempted to even get a work from home job, you know, but look, it's, it's literally God and it's not going to make sense to other people. Something God has told me so many times is like, people are easy, easy to shoot down things they're not familiar with. So because God didn't say that to them and they can't understand it, then it's wrong. It is to me, I think it's an ignorant way of thinking, but I mean, it's true. That's just how some people are. And we have to be able to not get offended by their way of thinking. Like, I mean, kind of expect that, you know, like, okay, well, look, God's never spoken to you like this. That's why I'm very, very careful about uh, saying that someone hurt correctly from God or not. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys this story real quick. So this uh there's a person who have had um several one-on-ones with me and we talk about so many situations and she was believing for her husband to come home right um they're living separated and stuff like that typical stuff like that's there's that's so many people's stories right now right but she ran into somebody and started talking to them and entertaining them and now there's confusion right i knew that that's not what God said, right? Like, I felt like, let me say that, I didn't know, no. But I was unsure of like, I mean, I know, like we just got done talking about the confirmation God gave you. So I don't know. Like, I, the whole point of me telling you this is I don't put my mouth on people unless I hear Holy Spirit specifically say, say this. 
He did not say that. All I heard him say was pray. So pray when I get off. So I let her say what she had to say, get it off her chest. And I told her like, yeah, just make sure you pray for confirmation because things are moving fast. It just didn't seem like God. But hey, look, I know God can do whatever he wants to whoever, however, right? I try not to have a closed mind of like, oh no, you know what I mean? Like, I just try not to. And so after I prayed, you guys, she called me back like uh, two weeks later and said, no, it was a counterfeit. So I was just thankful that that's what it was. But some people aren't going to do that. Some people going to just say straight out, like off the rip, like that's not God. You look irresponsible. You're being lazy. No, okay. Just remember Job. Okay. His friends were putting their mouth on him. And didn't know what they were talking about because they're going based on what it looks like and what they know, quote unquote. Okay, so it is what it is. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay focused. And that's all I got for you guys. I love you guys so, so much. I will talk to you guys on Tuesday or next Tuesday. Love you guys. Bye.